This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 107. Find motivation and purpose after your life in the U.S. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. Culture shock can be strong when you arrive in a new country, but sometimes it can be even stronger when you go back home. Today, hear Lindsay and Aubrey's experiences and learn how to make your re-entry a little bit better. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? Awesome, Aubrey. I'm excited to talk today about going abroad and then coming back home. Eventually, we always come home, don't we? Yes, and it can be tricky. It can be a little bit of a culture shock to come back home. And you're sort of staring in the face all of the things that you maybe didn't love that you preferred where you were. There can be some things that are tricky to navigate. It's so true. And yeah, I think the biggest issue that hits people is, and you know, we've heard this on the podcast before, is that people expect culture shock going into a culture, right? You and I have both lived in Japan. I've lived in Japan, South America. You've lived in all Western Europe, all over the place, right? Mm -hmm. But we expect culture shock going in. We do not expect it when we go home. And that's what makes it harder sometimes. Yeah, that's a really good point. You don't expect it because it's the culture you're from. But I don't know about you, but that for sure happened to me. I experienced big time culture shock coming back to the United States. Yeah, Yeah. I'd I'd like to hear. Yeah. So just briefly, I'm from a very conservative town, and Mm -hmm. you could say in general the people there can be closed-minded. And Mm -hmm. after traveling in Western Europe, my mind was opened up, right? I became a lot more open-minded. I started having a lot of new ideas about religion and culture and and political ideas as well. So then coming back to rural Idaho, the United Mm -hmm. States, I it was hard to see that suddenly I had no one really that I could talk to about these ideas who was interested or who was like-minded at all. And it shocked me because I sort of thought, Mm -hmm. oh, people people will be interested once they realize there are these ideas out there, they'll want to think about them. And no, that wasn't the case. Yeah, that is so, I resonate so much with what you just said. It's so true. I mean, no matter where you go back to, whether it's a very small conservative town or even if it's just a suburban large city, right? It's more rare because you've also been in circles of people that are very interested in that as it is. Like maybe even just your classmates, your American classmates were already open to that because they were going through it. So you've been having these conversations like it's normal about politics and, you know, challenging all your frameworks of life. Exactly. Right? And then you're going back to the average mainstream America and 
it's hard to find those people. That's devastating in a way. And I can sort of see if I put myself in their shoes, Mm -hmm. I see how they, why they avoid that because they're, they're sort of living this day to day. And in order to be content and happy in that life, sometimes you do have to just accept the norm and be happy where you are and not think about or challenge those frameworks or Mm -hmm. suddenly you're not happy where you are. And that can be problematic. So I get it, but it was a shock for me. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's why I love travel and movement, physical movement kind of spurs questioning. And we kind of need that we need to be in that new place to question. Otherwise, what is there to question? We just like you said, we go through our routines. And the other thing is, I when I came back, similar to what you said, I expected people to be having these conversations with me questioning. I also expected them to be asking me lots of questions in general about my experience. What was it like? What was the food like? Show me your pictures. Ah, that didn't happen very much. No, right? No one wanted to see pictures. No one no. wanted to hear anything. It was devastating. It's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, what about, I mean, this kind of goes to that idea of the identity that we create for ourselves when we're abroad. And I feel like I'm going to get deep on this episode about identity, right? And how... When we create that identity and we we grab onto it, that can hurt us more because we're losing it and it's something solid. But why do we have to? Why, you know, ideally is like slipping into and not identifying too much with that identity as an expat, right? Right. I think you're exactly right. And and that's really what it was for me. I was young when I first started traveling in yeah. um Western Europe. And I hadn't really considered, you know, like you said, my framework. I hadn't really considered my religious beliefs, my political beliefs. I sort of just went along with what I had been taught by my parents. Mm -hmm. And so to meet all of these very interesting people who had very, very different ideas from Mm -hmm. mine, Mm -hmm. it did make me sort of challenge who I thought I was and and what I thought I believed. Uh, But that was really healthy for me because I didn't want to live a sheltered life. I wanted to, you know, be open into new ideas and new thoughts. And I think you're right. There's a great quote by Lao Tzu, which is, uh, when I let go of who I am, I become what I might be. And that really was the case for me. I sort of had to get out of um, my hometown to let go of who I had thought I was or who I was becoming to really become what I wanted to be. Yeah, I love that. I love that. For me, a big part of my quote unquote expat identity was the city life. So I grew up in a small town, kind of an insignificant town in the countryside in New Hampshire, uh, two hours from Boston. But I we would go to New York City, you know, as a family, we would see Broadway shows. And I was so excited about the city. And I said, Oh, one day, I'm going to live this New York life. So I moved to Tokyo. And I loved the urban lifestyle. I love the small apartment, you're out all the time, you're exploring different neighborhoods, coffee shops. I just loved it. And so when I came back, I moved to New York partly for that reason as my expat identity or my new identity. I felt like I had to be in a cosmopolitan center, a city center. Totally. You know, but now that I'm older, I'm thinking, what could be this new identity that I don't take so seriously that comprise all these things I've done, right? It's a cosmopolitan mindset, but maybe I don't have to live in the biggest city in the world, right? For sure. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Yeah, I totally see where you're coming from, because I feel like we, we start thinking, we come back and we think, the only way I can have 
have these experiences if, as if I live abroad, if I live yeah, in such and such exactly. country. And we have to really realize that there are people wherever in whatever country we're in, there are people that we're going to identify with, people we're going to disagree with. We have to create for ourselves those experiences mm-hmm. and that space wherever yeah. we are, right? I know there yeah. were people in my hometown that I could have had those conversations with. They might not have been in my immediate vicinity, people I knew previously. But if I created those experiences to get out and meet new people, I know I would have found people to discuss these things with, right? It's a matter of creating those experiences. You create it. And a lot of it, you know, is based on what you choose to do for a living. I mean, for us, I think we're lucky because we are a circle of, you know, people who have lived and worked abroad. We've all lived and worked abroad. We're tuned into international stuff, obviously. So a lot of it is where you work, who you spend your time with. So you can kind of create that new identity for yourself. But I think that comes with time. Yeah, for sure. It's a lot of work. And now that we have, you know, the internet and we have all access to mm-hmm. global ideas from people all over the world, right? That with through social media platforms, through podcasts, right? We're able to um, just nourish our brains, totally. you know, be able to experience any ideas we would want. Mm-hmm. Back then, this is before the internet. I know, definitely before I podcasts. Really, yeah. Yes, definitely before podcasts. All I really had were the people around me to, you know, discover and maybe a set of encyclopedias. So how lucky to realize we now have at our fingertips, global life, right? And ideas from people from every culture, from every background that we can discover right from our living room, right? We don't have to go anywhere for that. Yeah, it's changed so much. We're so lucky. I wonder if you and I were, you know, 18, 21 right now, if we were to go abroad now and have this experience again, would that reentry be just as hard? Because you do have your podcast, you do have your access to everyone in the world all the time through the internet. So I don't know, maybe it would have been easier. Yeah, I just I feel like it, our our, man, our minds have been expanded. I have a feeling yeah. that I wouldn't have been quite as sheltered, quite as naive, you know, and sort of only understanding my own worldview if I had right. access to, you know, friends online and and other social media platforms and opportunities to meet other people before I ever left Idaho. Yeah, but I still think there's no replacement for initially going abroad, spending that time in that other country, like the visceral experience, the smells, the sights, the tastes, right? Oh, for sure. I, I wonder this if this we'll is actually to- a yeah. So I was going to say this is a common IELTS question oh. for a writing task to essay. Okay, whether you have to travel in person to experience a country mm. or if um, technology suffices, right? Watching YouTube videos, etc. And it's interesting to read some of the essays that I correct for students and hear their different different takes. Mm-hmm. But almost every time they would agree with you, Lindsay, that there's yeah. no substitution for traveling in person. Very interesting. So I'll leave our listeners with that thought. Contemplate that, guys, for a while and think about your own reentry experiences. You know, maybe you've lived in the US or the UK and you're back in your home country right now. How has it been? Right. What are the hard pieces of coming home uh, and, and come over to the socials because we are over there and let us know. Right. We're on Instagram. We are on WeChat. If you're in China, we're on Facebook. Right. Aubrey, we're all over the place. <laughs> exactly right. LinkedIn, anywhere yeah. that you can find social media, you can find All Ears English with great yeah. vocab, idioms all kinds of quick tidbits. So definitely follow us on social media. Yeah, good stuff. And guys, in the next episode, we're going to talk about the biggest mistake that you can make in English without even talking. Oh my gosh, I wonder what that is. Let's find out. It's going to be good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for hanging out today. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.